Joining us in the studio, the mayor of Collingwood, Her Worship Sandra Cooper. And uh, I wanted to say Bonwick because that's her maiden name. And we're here, actually. Normally we do a council update, but this is a very special day. First of all, Sandra, uh, a big uh, sorry for your loss and to Paul and the rest of your family. Um, But your father, John, they called him Jack Bonwick, uh, recently passed away. And he was such an instrumental man, not only to the town of Collingwood, but also to this very radio station. We asked you to come in at this time, and, and let's just kind of remember Jack and, and and some of the amazing things that he did for this community. Well, thank you very much, uh, John and Mel. And uh, yes, he would very much appreciate that. Um, a lot of... Um well, he was very proud of his hometown of Collingwood. Sure was. And... Uh, and when people now read about uh, all the things that he did for this town, you know, it was certainly in his heart. And, and you're right, the radio station in particular, and and he served as municipal councillor in the early 60s. And uh, I, I remember it uh, vaguely. I, I'm not going to date myself. <laughs> so I You do, were a child at the time. Absolutely. Yes. So I do recall and, and uh, you know, late nights uh, out at meetings mm-hmm. and... Uh, However, there were a lot of uh, good things that came out of those meetings and and with uh, with those uh, gentlemen and counselors and one being the radio station and trying to get a license. The town was growing mm-hmm. and I believe we were around population 7,000 at that time and uh, and things were booming with the shipyard and... And, uh, and your father, Jack Bonwick, actually worked at the shipyards like many people did. did back in those days. Absolutely, he did and uh, actually he passed away on the day that he, he his start date wow. in calling wow. with shipyards. And uh, so he started as an apprentice mm-hmm. uh, and uh, worked his way up. And he was administrative assistant to the president uh, of uh, of Collingwood Shipyards and, and CSL. So wow, that's uh, he was um, certainly looked forward and encouraged everyone to work hard. Well, his family especially work hard, and uh, you will succeed. And, and certainly he was. Uh, my mentor and someone that uh, truly did succeed. Uh, so uh, when he was on council, certainly uh, they felt that they needed to have this uh, uh, license, the CRT license, and it was before. A, I don't. I don't believe even if there were faxes then, but he had to. There had to be a signature right. on uh, on the agreements, and so he had to uh, fly out to Vancouver and. And um, be at the hearings. Be at the hearings and and uh, pull that all together and and uh, so, you know, it's uh, that's why the peak uh, has always been or CK. CB, CB, CB time, yes, yeah. CKCB, and and uh, it always puts a little smile on my face to to think of the impact that he had on our community and communication. Um, so that was, uh, you know, that was an important key and element uh, to the growth of our community. Uh, and he was also a harbor master appointed by the federal government. Yes, he was the uh, the last harbor mm-hmm. master uh, federally appointed. And even took that job seriously. He was retired uh, from the shipyard for about uh, 36 years. So that's pretty amazing to be have a retirement 
so long. to speak, yeah. that long. But again, he jumped in. It was he was a busy harbor. Retirement. It was a busy retirement for some time, and Harbor Master was one of those that he took uh, his job very seriously. That position, and uh, he would. Uh, check down at the dock to see what uh, transient boaters were coming in and ask them a lot of questions and check their serial, their registration number and and go home and figure out what the fees would be. And and uh, my mother would type out the invoice <laughs> and back he would go and, and collect the fees and, and uh, at the end of the day then uh, turn that into, uh, uh, I believe, DFO. I'm not sure on that which federal department, but... Uh, but anyways, that's one of those jobs that he took very seriously. A hard worker and committed to his community. Do you think it was that influence that, that inspired two of his, his offspring to get into to politics? I think so. And I think it's giving back. And, and there are five of us, actually. And, and a lot of people believe that there are only two, two of us. But two public. <laughs> two public figures, but there are actually five of us. And each one of us uh, are seem to have that of that uh, element of helping others. Mm-hmm. And certainly serving the public was one thing that uh, I thought was very important for me. And of course, um, not, I can't speak for Paul, but uh, my brother Paul, but I'm sure the same for him and in giving back to the community that he was raised in. And Paul, of course, was MP. He was member of parliament, mm-hmm. yes, uh, as well. And and uh, my my dad was very proud of that one, and he would be glued to the the uh, House of Commons, Commons reports, reports yeah. and uh, actually live programming of uh, of debate in the House, and and so uh, so I guess in, in an interest there, and, and he would be helping others, and and I think that's how after even retirement again. Um, uh, forming a uh, pension uh, pension committee, yes. and he chaired that, and they would come from, and so it was CSL, and there was uh, um, a good amount of pension funding, and uh, people were retiring, and a lot of complications, and, and he would go to Ottawa and, and speak to the people involved in pensions there and talked about their policy and and uh, some changes there. And there were some people that were um, certainly, um, they were to receive that pension, and they were qualified to receive it. And these are staff mm-hmm. uh, people with uh, CSL, and and eventually they did. Uh, but CSL was such a big part of our community at the time. That would have affected yes. a lot of the folks in this town. Uh, well, again, it was um, not the outside workers. Yeah. It was the inside. Mm-hmm. It was the staff plus um in Montreal, plus in oh, okay. Thunder Bay, right plus in country. in Quebec. Uh, so it was uh, uh, CSL in general, but yes, uh, yes, in Collingwood as well uh, on on that front. But uh, back in the '60s, I would have imagined that even a municipal politics was an old boys' network. Mm-hmm. What did he think when his little girl decided to become a counselor? What, what was that like for him? Well, he, yes, and and it was an old boys' club. Um, he would tell me that sometimes they would have a council meeting and there really wouldn't even be an agenda. They just took their own agenda with them right. and had the discussion and they had the ashtray and, <laughs> and Nick Spooner would have a cigar and yeah. they'd sit and, and discuss whatever, uh, you was know, on their mind. whatever was on their mind. And they did a lot of great things sure and, did. Uh, for the future of our community. So 
he was very proud. He's and and he was proud of all of his family and uh, immediate family. And we reach we're ever reaching out to mm. beyond. We had come from a large family, yeah. and uh, so proud of each and every one of them. And so yes, he was uh, he was a guide for me and someone that I absolutely looked up to as a father, but also a former counselor. Right, and he could. I would, would ask him talk, why. Would you talk about council business and say, hey, you know, what do you do about this? What would you do, Dad, about this? Absolutely, we'd have discussions. Well, it was more, what, what, were, why did you make the decision back uh, in the day that you made? And right. he would explain, and that it was tough, yep. tough decision, and the people were not happy, happy about a it. decision. However, it was the right you know, decision. it was right decision. Two or three layers mm. that would come to fruition, such as the industrial park to the east. And of course, that was just the border of Collingwood. And why on earth would the town taxpayers <laughs> pay for some scrub land that was scrub land and not worth anything? Right. So they paid next to nothing for it and had this land. And then there were uh, grant announcements, funding announcements from the feds mainly and the province uh, for attracting industry. And, and then we've got our industrial uh, lands and industry uh, to the east now. But he said, boy, it was rough. And some people did not get reelected for purchase because they supported purchase. Uh, purchasing that land. Wow. When I first attended... Uh, AMO and uh, Association of Municipalities of Ontario, again, old boys club, and <laughs> you should not be going to that. And, and I said, well, things have changed. Change, things have changed, Dad, so it's all good. So I would come back and show him what I had learned and what I had gathered, and so he was okay with that. And, and I was I was uh, good at, I was uh, able to fend for myself and bring information back and and just not go to uh, have a, a weekend or two mm. days in Toronto that I did work hard and I did report back and we would have even conversations uh, uh, as of today like we would have conversations about I would bring in to him a council agenda and he would look at it now where is that and well, I recall so whatever. So we, right up to the end, he kept tabs on what was happening and, and was absolutely. really focused. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Yes, and very interested. And, and as maybe some people may know that um, my one brother is um, quite involved in the Monaco development right. on uh, human here in Ontario. And whenever he would, my dad would see him, uh, my brother, he would say, okay, what's the count now? How many of you sold? <laughs> so that was, uh, he just right on top of everything and, and wanted to, to know what was, uh, what uh. was happening. And, and, uh, you know, other, another sibling that is involved, uh, that was involved still in shipbuilding and, and how are things going there and what contracts and what ship are you repairing and, and all those sorts of things. But, when he retired, um, I mean, there were some um, dark times as he had just uh, started in the yard, and then yep. there was a big layoff. Yes, and he was newly just uh, married, newly wed, and so he went to uh, Port Weller and uh, and worked Found for work some where time. He could. Yes, yeah. and then back. He partnered actually with uh, Roger Lockhart of uh, it was Lockhart Motors at the time, right? And as well as working in the shipyard, and, and and he had his own um, garage uh, business, 
uh, on on First Street as well. So he had a lot of things, uh, a lot of fingers in the pot uh, at the time. However, he was uh, yeah very proud of his um, his career in the shipyard, and he said it made uh, it provided him a good living that he was able to provide for his children and his family. And so, his community. And his community. So he was very proud of that. Well, Jack Bonwick is going to be very, very uh, proudly remembered. And I know a lot of folks are going to want to pay their respects. What are the details on that? Well, um, he'll be laid to uh, visitation this coming Friday from 2 to 4 and 7 to 9 at Fawcett Funeral Home. And the funeral service is at 11 o'clock on uh, Saturday at All Saints Anglican, and that was where they were married. My parents were married oh. over 65 wow. years ago. Wow. Yes. And I understand that in lieu of flower donations, you're asking folks to make donations to the Collingwood General Marine Hospital Foundation. Uh, yes. My dad spent uh, a lot of time over the years. If there was an accident waiting to happen, sometimes that. My dad was not a handyman carpenter, <laughs> so there would always be put the finger back on or asthmatic and, and yeah. uh, sawdust floating around. So he was, over the years, a visitor to the hospital. Well, that Regular. is so appropriate. Uh, Mayor Cooper, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing your, you. your memories of Jack Bonwick and I really appreciate you doing this and being on Talk of the Town. Thank you. And and I, if I just take a second and say, you know, I'm, it's um, we're mourning about that, but also we're mourning about those poor young boys out west. Yes. Uh, so that's another area yes. that we should uh, say a prayer for. So thank you very much. Mayor Sandra Cooper, thank you so much.